Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Me and Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 16 of Career Expresso. Life's full of choices. Some are relatively easy, like what you're going to have for dinner tonight, and others feel far more serious. And never more so than when it comes to your career. Is it time to quit my job? Could I make a complete career change? Which job offer should I say yes to? What longer term career options do I want to explore? No wonder it can feel overwhelming and maybe we start to feel unsure or even hesitate. In today's episode, I'll be taking a look at why career decision making can feel like such hard work. And as ever, sharing some actionable tips to help you make positive career decisions in tough situations. At this moment, you've got a choice. You could keep listening to this podcast. I hope you do. Or you could go and check your email. You could post on social media. You could make a start on your to-do list or maybe even worry about why you struggle to make decisions. Every day involves thousands of decisions, as many as 35,000. Most of them, thankfully, are automatic, such as the route you take to work, whilst others consume much more time and energy. Choice overload is a very real problem, and it's not made any easier by the sheer scale of options that we've got access to. Whilst options are always a good thing, get too many into the mix and the sheer overwhelm leads to inaction. In 2000, the Stanford Jam experiment looked at why having too much choice can lead us to making no decision at all. In a local food market, customers were faced with either 24 different kinds of jam, didn't even know there was that many, or only six choices. Whilst the huge display of jam looked amazing and it generated lots of interest, customers faced with only six types of jam, so far less choice, were 10 times more likely to actually go and buy a jar. So they're making a decision. My work as a career coach often involves supporting clients who've reached that crossroad. They've got really big career decisions that they need to make and doing nothing is not an option. And this is never about me giving advice on what they should do. It's about giving my clients the tools and confidence to trust in the power of their own choices and give them the ability to take action. But why are decisions so difficult in the first place? Ultimately, what defines a hard decision isn't so much the decision itself, but how you as the decision maker perceive it. You might feel a decision is hard because the stakes are particularly high. Two or more options weigh equally in your mind, or this decision could even bring back unhelpful memories or fears. Consider someone who struggles with the decision to accept a more senior role with much better pay. You think it would be easy to say yes in a heartbeat. But what if the struggle to make a decision is linked to fear of failure? Maybe it's a really visible position. Maybe staying in a less demanding role could mean that you've got more time for life outside of work. In other words, decisions are complex things. And not just because of the choice, but because humans are complex. Decisions cut us off from other choices, other opportunities, and the possibility of better outcomes. For this reason, the act of making that decision can feel like self-inflicted punishment. Maybe it's just easier to back away from the decision and mull it over for a while. It can be so tempting to take the easy road out and procrastinate. 
as tempting as this could sound, it's actually not freezing the decision in time. Rather, it's the active decision to remain undecided. Not making a decision is still a decision. Indecision and procrastination don't postpone the pain. They only serve to spread it across every minute of your waking day until you finally decide. Career decisions usually involve a huge amount of uncertainty. It comes with the territory. I can't promise to make your next decision any easier, but I can give you a process to work through that I use with my coaching clients that will make it more likely to avoid common mistakes and for you to take the best next step that you can, because at the end of the day, that's what you can do. Let's jump into what you can do next. One clarify your decision. Sounds obvious, I know, but make sure you're clear on what decision you want to make. Are you choosing what job to apply for, which job to accept, or maybe something else? Make a note of it and also the deadline when you need to make a decision by. So if it's accepting a job offer, that could be really easy. It's there for you. Knowing your deadline is super helpful. So two, don't close down your options to begin with. So it's about keeping it broad. Linus Pauling, the Nobel Prize winning chemist, once said, the way to have good ideas was to have lots of them to begin with and then chuck out the bad ones. Set a time limit of 15 minutes and aim to write down between five and seven options linked to your choice. Even if you don't generate that many, you'll come up with more than you would if you just kind of sat vaguely and didn't put a target on it. Encourage any outlier ideas at this stage, which will expand your thinking. Then back away from the list and go do something else. Let your brain take a break and then ideas are more inclined to pop up. Who doesn't have some of their best thoughts when you're out for a walk or maybe taking a shower? Three, rank your options. So now is the time to put those ideas into a rough priority order. Don't worry too much about accuracy. This is a rough idea so you can rank them, you've got numbers and you can take next steps. Four, list your uncertainties. Try to identify the information that's most likely to change your ranking. This involves focusing on areas that are most relevant so you don't get dragged down a rabbit hole of lots of what ifs. An example could be deciding between two competing job offers. There you might ask yourself, you know, you're putting those uncertainties out there. Would I enjoy this job if I accepted the offer? How much influence could I have in this role? How does this opportunity fit into my overall career development plans? Would this employer be a good fit culturally? Would it fit with my values? You're asking yourself these questions to try and get these uncertainties out there. Five, make your best guess and let go of perfection. So maybe you're still feeling stuck. Hopefully the steps before have helped you get clear on the decision or clearer at least. If you're still struggling, Focus on making the best choice you can with the information that you've got. It can also help to have a plan B, maybe even a plan C, if your decision turns out to be the wrong one in time. Also, work on building in a review point. You're looking regularly to say, okay, this decision I've made, I'm here, I'm doing it. Does it still feel like the right thing for me? And remember, this step in your career doesn't have to be a forever commitment. Schedule in these points, say every few months, if you're starting a new role, to assess if you're still on the right path. It's never too late to change. Six, take action. So now your decision is made, be sure to note what you're going to do and when you're going to do it by. What steps do you need to take to get to that end point? This is more likely to mean that you'll follow through with your decision and you will take those next steps and take action. Remember that finding the right or perfect answer in your career can cause a lot of stress and it will prevent you from seeing what the possibilities are. 
There is no perfect decision. It doesn't exist. And the answer is not out there for you to find. It's easy to imagine that if we spend hours researching, Googling, talking with people, or somehow land on that magic nugget of clarity. Ultimately, the most important data is how you feel and the commitment you will bring to that choice once your mind is made up. I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. Your head can be an incredibly noisy place when you're trying to make that big career decision. A great way to get your thoughts out into the open is to try the yes-no matrix. This is something that I use with my coaching clients when they're trying to arrive at these big decisions. If you've got a big career decision that you are struggling with, grab a pen and paper and ask yourself these two questions. The first question, by saying yes to this option, what am I also saying no to? And the second question, so you're flipping it round, by saying no to this option, what am I also saying yes to? Write down as many points as you need for each question and give yourself some space to reflect on your responses once they're there. Don't kind of jump into action straight away reflect, see what that's telling you. I'd love to know how you get on with this exercise. That's everything for today's episode. And thanks so much for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email, and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career, and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources, and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.